Hello. Hey, Luke. It's Greg. How are you, mate? Great. Sorry, mate. I was just uh, I was just taking the kids to school oh. and I uh, got a puncher. So I'm just uh, <laughs> I've taken the tire off and I just checked my phone to see if you'd call and saw the three missed calls. Yeah, no worries, mate. That's fine. So if I'm out of if I'm out of breath, you know, why you're an interview? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's just a brief chat about your visit to Darwin on Friday with a night on the lounge, a big fundraiser, so you can try and get some equipment for the Alan Walker Cancer Care Centre. Yeah, it should be a uh, should be a good trip up. Hopefully the uh, the weather. I've been told the weather looks like it's going to be pretty good. So look, to raise to raise some much needed funds. Um, yeah, we jumped at the opportunity to to fly up and, and hopefully have a really good night. Mate, have you teamed up before with Wayne Phillips, Gary Belcher, or Phil Smythe before? Uh, this first two no. Um, obviously been down Victoria with the league and union kind of stuff. Uh, I'm just slowly trying to catch up with all all <laughs> with with uh, all the guys and the past players and, and all that stuff and understand the game a little bit better. But I've been lucky enough with Phil Smythe. He did a bit of coaching at the Lions um, from when I went from a player to a, to a coach. Hey. And, uh, and and he's been outstanding as far as a, as a mentor for players. I know COVID sort of interrupted that, but, um, but yeah, I've been lucky enough to spend a bit of time with Phil. He's a, he's a ripping guy. I'm looking forward to some of his stories because he tells some of the best stories I've ever heard. I had him in the studio last Friday and he was just incredible to think that he'd, you know, a four-time Olympian with the Boomers and how happy he was to see them actually get a bronze medal at the Tokyo Games. Yeah, I think that's the that's culture that he started years ago. That, And I think everyone saw it. The, the, they played basketball for everyone else who'd represented Australia. And you saw that when they bought the bronze medal back and did a tour around for all the older Australian basketball, so the boomers. So uh, I think Phil was one of the first instigators in that, in that culture. And um, yeah, you could tell how proud he was when they did have a bit of success over there. Certainly. But for yourself, being a four-time premiership player, you've seen the other side of things. You know, like you have received and worked hard for those uh, accolades. Um, yeah, yeah, we have, I guess. Uh, we, we had a really talented um, group of players, um, like Sam Mitchell, Josh Gibson, Jordan Lewis, Roughhead, Franklin, uh, Cyril, uh, Brad. So we, we had a, we had a, uh, a number of guys who obviously had big reputations, but they also had they had a very selfless, selfless mindset, and that was what I guess helped us be able to achieve what we did and have, have the full premierships. Because a lot of players got offered money and, and opportunities to go to other states, other teams, but they held and stuck true to each other, and, and I think that's why we were able to have that success. But it feels a long time ago now, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, you only retired in 2019. What, do you think the game is in a good place at the moment? Um, I think, look, we have, we have some... Look, you look at the grand final, the AFL grand final, and saw what Melbourne were able to do. A lot of the coaches now, I guess, focus on defensive structure, and, and I know that's how Hawthorne had our, had our system. Clarko and the coaching is, were very, um, very defensive-minded as far as if you didn't do the right thing defensively, you'd get shown up and we were very disciplined in what we could and couldn't do. Um, we also had a bit of flair with the ball, but I think with him having success, Sydney having a bit of success, Geelong won the their premierships, a lot of the coaches did turn very defensive-minded, but it was good to see what Melbourne were able to do. So if other teams have that mindset of taking the game on and being exciting and letting their forwards do their work, uh, I think the game will be a lot, a lot better to watch in the future. Listen, uh, the last couple of years have certainly been very different. Uh, we usually get the Melbourne Demons to play at least a couple of games in the Northern Territory. But how did you feel about the grand final being played in Perth? Oh, look, I used to be a tradi- traditionalist. I guess um, that. I guess growing up in Victoria, I always loved seeing the MCG and a play grand final in front of 100,000 people. was probably, it's no doubt, one of the highlights or, or the highlights of my career. Um, but I guess... Moving to, to Queensland and seeing how the game's grown with COVID and how when they brought AFL up here last year, 
I really enjoyed seeing it at the Gabba the night grand final. I, I love what, what the Optus Oval, Optus Stadium was able to do um, with the grand final. So, well, I think maybe every five or so years that we, we throw it around to see which, which state wants to host it because I think if every, everyone gets an opportunity to have it at their home stadium, if, if they can, I guess, yeah. hold, the, hold the people, the capacity crowd, um, I think it's good for, yeah, for, for the, I guess, the footy state. Well, that's my thoughts entirely. I think if it's going to be called Australian Football League, they need to spread the love. Yeah, no, unfortunately, they got. I think they've got a fifty-seven-year contract. Yeah, I know. MCG, Until, which, <laughs> <laughs> which I think that's. Uh, they might have extended it because they've taken it to two other states through through COVID. But yeah. well, hopefully, they see the growth in the game and the growth of what they did in Queensland and, and how big it was in WA. And hopefully, they can adapt that. But yeah, exactly. Time will tell, I guess. Yeah, not every year, but you know, maybe every five years or something. Take it somewhere else. Hey, we're looking forward to your arrival. A night on the lounge, the big fundraiser on Friday night at the casino. Wayne Phillips, former Australian batsman and wicketkeeper. Gary Belcher from the Rugby League. Phil Smythe from basketball. And yourself, Luke Hodge uh, from AFL. Mate, thanks for taking the time out. Just bring the stubbies up and the double pluggers. That's all you need. It's 35 <laughs> degrees every day up here, mate. <laughs> Well, that's uh, oh, I'm slowly getting used to the humidity of Queensland. Um, so all I'm, all I wear these days is, is shorts and thongs. So um, I'll make sure that, uh, that that's all I pack. And I'll better be some golf gear because we're going to have a hit of golf on the Saturday morning, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, come on out to uh, the Darwin Golf Club at Marara. It's a beautiful course. Beautiful. I'll, uh, I'll see how we go out there. Hey, Luke Hodge, thanks for speaking to us here at Territory FM this morning. Perfect. Thank you very much, and I'll, I'll catch you up in uh, Darwin next week.